Hey, what's good, everybody? Coach Harv here. My man, Tiles, in the building. Seek first and Tiles. Like we always do, man, we got some football to talk about today. National yes, Playoff games last week. Playoff sure. game this weekend. Let's start with the national championship, man. I know you're a Bama fan. Uh, we had a couple conversations during the game. It was early. Alabama's going to win. They didn't really show up, man. What say you about that national championship game, man? All I can say is we got whipped. I can't say much else. Alabama got outplayed. Um, we've played teams similar to Clemson. Um, Georgia was a similar test on a, on a defensive end, at least. They were right. similar. But Clemson is much more dynamic on it on the offensive side of the ball. Um, our secondary just looked terrible. The front seven looked fine for most of the game until the third quarter. But the, the, the back end. The problem, man. Quentin Williams yeah. looked good for, for a few plays, I should say, at least. Yeah, our they their receiver core, tight end core made our, our secondary look like the freshmen that they are. Most of their starters in the secondary on the Alabama side were freshmen, right? That's not an excuse because they've been playing ball all year. It's not an excuse. It's just right. that they got a freshman quarterback. Right. Right. And right. They got a freshman quarterback and our secondary hasn't played like freshmen for most of this most of the season until the national championship game. And then um, they threw some stuff at Tua that they couldn't prepare for. And Nick Saban, this was what made me nervous in this game. At halftime, when they interviewed Nick Saban, he says, yeah, they threw some stuff at us that isn't um, – excuse me. They threw some stuff at us that wasn't on film. And I'm like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> Which means they brought out something for, for Bama that they haven't brought out for anybody all season. Which is – a great, a great scheme for Clemson. Not many teams can do that. Right. And I agree, man. You talked about the freshman on the Alabama side, man. Freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence. I call him Sunshine for remember the Titans, man. He looked more poised than I thought. I knew he was a good quarterback. Um, he broke all the records in Georgia for a quarterback in high school. He thought he was going to come out and play well enough. He surprised right. me with poise, man. He, he looked poised in the pocket. He stepped up in the pocket well. 347 yards, three TDs, if I'm not mistaken. And the young skill players, Justin Ross, I think uh, ATN, the running back, had a couple um, had a couple TDs. And then T. Right. Higgins, man, I think that's part of the reason that that secondary for Alabama looked young last night. And this first team to go 15-0. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 15-0. Listen. Alabama had a great season. They had a bad game. They just chose to have a bad game at the wrong time. That's all. That's all. I agree, man. And I think looking ahead to next year, in my mind, I see the same game happening again for what the fifth year in a row. Yeah. This no. Would this be? No, I think this is four, right? Yeah. I think this is number four, right? Um, the odds, the Vegas odds came out right after the game last night. So Vegas has one and two. Um, Clemson, Alabama. Followed by Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, that's that's what Vegas is saying right now, right? So Vegas is gearing up for Clemson, Alabama four, which is good for us, because um, as I've said all night and all morning to everybody that's asked me, when Nick Saban coaches Alabama, if they get to the national championship game two years in a row, he has never mm-hmm. lost back to back. He always wins the next time. Mm. So. With that being said, hey, and you're right. 
You are right, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence and Justin Ross and T. Higgins and ATN, I don't think they're going to get any worse. I think they're going to get better. Obviously, we think Alabama is going to get better too, but they're going to have a problem on their hands, man, because mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is going to get better too. I think the problem is going to be on Trevor Lawrence's end because Alabama's now, now that they've seen him, it's kind of like what they did with Deshaun Watson, right? Now that they've seen him, they know how to deal with it now. They've seen him. I guess we're going to find out next we year, gonna right? We're going to find out. Roll Tide. I should have won my Alabama jersey, but roll Tide. Let's go. Hey, I think you did the right thing not putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> did the right thing not putting it on, man. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> the NFL, our picks last week, we were on uh, Seek First and Towels. If you guys aren't following us on Seek First and Towels. Make sure you Apple, follow us. Yeah. On iTunes, on yeah. Google Spotify, Seek First and Towels. Make sure you guys are following us there. Yeah. When we're not on Zoom like this, we are there. You were three and one last weekend. I was three and one last weekend on our NFL picks. Talk to me about those games last week. We had Colts, where we had Colts, Texans, Chargers, Ravens, Dallas, Seattle, and then Philly mm-hmm. and Chicago. Um, those Colts first three. That was an easy call. That was an easy. The Colts, Texans was an easy call. So why was it? I actually took the Texans in that game just because I like their offense. I like their pieces. You were dealing with a hot Colts team, though, which I didn't count into the – that I didn't factor in. And it's not just even a hot Colts team. It was a subpar Texans team. Remember when we talked earlier um, a few weeks ago when they had run like – at that point they had won like six in a row. I was telling you, I was like, they don't look that good. They're winning these games. But they're not, they're not looking good. Deshaun Watson is holding the ball a lot longer than he needs to, right? right. The defense wasn't looking real crisp, especially the, the back end of the defense. The, right. the secondary wasn't looking real crisp. And then the thing, other thing was they really when, – when you talk about the competition, they really, really weren't playing competition-level football. Yeah, they beat the Texans, but they beat the – I mean, excuse me, they beat Tennessee, but they beat Tennessee without Mariota. Right. Um, so every time every time they played somebody in that in that um, spell where they won all those games, the other team had so a key member hurt or, or a key member that didn't play well. So I didn't think right. the Texans were going for. Yeah, Jags didn't play that well this year. And I, I didn't factor it in. Colts were playing pretty well. I probably got caught up in the mix of, you know what, Jags aren't, aren't playing well. Titans are right. without Mariota. And then you look at a team like the Texans, and you just said it, man, holding on to the ball too long. He took 62 sacks this year, too. It's a lot of sacks. Yeah. Um, and then and then you got to figure so Daenerys no. Thomas was out, too. He was hurt. Right, right, definitely. And, and that hurts. And I thought that was one of their their best pickups during the season just to add to, to Hopkins, man. Exactly. What about uh, Chargers-Ravens, man? Chargers-Ravens, we both took the Chargers in this game. I just yeah. – it wasn't that I didn't think Lamar Jackson could get it done. I just felt like the Chargers had the better team. Um, as good as the Ravens' defense is, I think they held the Chargers to three field goals their first scores. Right. And they just wore them down over time. Lamar Jackson, right, this year, this version of Lamar Jackson is not playoff caliber right. Lamar, right? Give him a few more years. Um San Diego had a heck of a game plan on the defensive side of the ball, man. Right. They at some and some of those some in most of those series they played four or five safeties. They had two safeties playing linebacker, just so that in case to stop that running game and right. stop Lamar Jackson. So I really thought in the second half we were going to see Joe Flacco. I really thought 
I was like, Lamar Jackson struggling, they're going to throw Flacco in. Because at least Flacco throws the ball down the field accurately. More, at least more accurate than Lamar Jackson at this point. I don't know. If, if, if Flacco gets in the game, maybe we have a different game. True. Maybe. Maybe. I thought moving on from those two, both NFC matchups were good last. We had, what, 16-15, Philly won. Um, that's the game that you lost. You could have easily been 4-0, man, because you had Chicago. And then Dallas-Seattle It's a game that we both talked about on the podcast. Right. You look like Seattle, guys like Russ Wilson, their defense in general. People didn't think they didn't win the West this year. Uh, Russell Wilson doesn't always have the pieces again. I, I said on the podcast, the only receiver I really think about with that team is Doug Baldwin. And he made a big catch down the stretch. <laughs> exactly. In a, in a situation where they can win. But look at the team like Dallas with their weapons, with their offensive line, with their quarterback play. Even for them, I'm worried about them going on. But before we go on that Dallas and Seattle game, what do you see in that game? I, I remember what we talked about. I said, as long as Dallas can run the ball against Seattle, they were going to win. Because they had to limit um, Dak Prescott's exposure to mistakes. They had to. They have to. And that's and Ezekiel Elliott is a, in that offensive line can limit a quarterback's mistakes easily. Um, and once they had that – and Dallas's defense is surprisingly good, right? It's surprisingly good on uh, against – at least against – non-superior offenses. Um, like you said, Seattle's issue is that Russell Wilson is a sneaky good quarterback, right? People don't give him enough credit. Right. He's sneaky good, right? And Probably. one of the things I look at in that game, though, is I don't really like the play calling, and you know how this game is. We saw it in the World Series with Boston and, and L.A. with the analytics and the numbers. They just kept running the football. Yes, they led the league in rushing. Yes, right. they probably felt like they were in a situation where that's our strength. We're trying to shorten the game. We're trying to have the clock running to give ourselves a chance, keep them off the field. But they right. kept handing the ball off without success. And when they would go the play action pass or Russell would extend a couple of plays, that's when they had their success. But you get caught into the numbers, the analytical part of the game, and you don't use what works. And I, I talk about it all the time. It's like they're taking the human element out in a sense, baseball, basketball in a sense but that's where as a team you're going to stick with your strengths and I can't right. fault them for that. they lost a the game by three points but as a fan and especially if I was a Seattle fan I'm an NFC West guy uh, with the Niners of course but as a fan you would like to see man it's working when they're throwing the football why do you keep running but you kind of understand why when that's what they did all year right and the thing is is that they have to run because um, Seattle's offense, the way it's set up now, is not a classic passing attack. It's a passing attack built on a play-action pass, right? Indeed. Which means you got to – at least you got to run the ball, whether successful or not. you got to at least run the ball because the defense won't bite on the play-action. You know what I'm saying? So, so they kind of had to do that. It's just Dallas's defense withstood the test. They knew what they were looking at. Because, because Seattle wasn't that dynamic in, in a passing attack. Right now, um, when they play a passing, a, a, dyna- a more dynamic passing attack, we're going to see Dallas's holes on defense. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> they're going to hey, be exposed. Week, man, as early as this week, right? 
Philly and Chicago, man. A couple things in this game stick out for me. One, Mitchell Trubisky played well enough to win. Again, it's playoff football. Yes, it's a game that's probably closer than we thought it was because you look at Chicago's defense, you look at Philly. I just, as I have all year, I thought Philly was going to win the East. They didn't. Look at the situation like this. Bro. I said it on our on our platform on IG. Somebody needs to pay Nick Foles and bring them in to be their quarterback. He, he just <laughs> yes, he's done just enough, but he made some big throws once again in this football game that set up Philly to win. But you look at the defense of Chicago. You look at how Mitchell Trubisky played. If I didn't see the game and I just saw the stats without the score, I was like, oh man, you know what? Chicago probably won. They lost the game by a point. I think I, I fault the Chicago coaching staff. Here's why. Philadelphia down the stretch, not just the down the stretch in this game, but down the stretch of the season, where was everybody beating them up? They were beating them up, throwing the ball, right? Because the secondary, they were pulling people basically off the Walmart line to come play in the secondary because the secondary was just that banged up. It's like, yo, you, you work at Walmart? You run a, you run a, you run a 4 three forty. We need you. Don't worry about it, right? <laughs> Four or five? Yeah, okay, we'll make you a safety. Don't worry, right? No disrespect to the Philly secondary, but when you compare them to the rest of the secondaries in the NFL, Philly is, is, is on the bottom third of the NFL in secondaries. So, yeah, Trubisky threw for 290-something yards, almost 300 yards, but it seems to me that they should have thrown the ball a little more, especially, especially when it was an unreasonably – unreasonably for Chicago, no wind. Usually in January, there's a lot of wind in that stadium at Soldier Field. There was literally no wind, so that's not even affecting the flight of the ball now. You, they should have lit Philly secondary up a little bit more instead of doing their traditional run, play action, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I think, again, that's where, for me, it goes back to a team sticking to what they do or sticking to a game plan because I agree. It's the same thing I see in the Seattle and the Dallas game. Yes, keep them honest with the run. Right. But at some point, just if we're talking about the national championship game, we're talking about these playoff games, you have to make those halftime adjustments. Guess what? We're still going to attempt to run. We're going to show them that we're going to do it, but we're going to do a little bit more play-action pass. We're going to do more quick passes. Right. Their defense, just like you said, Philly isn't that good defensively. And going on to to next week, after those picks, we got to make our picks for this week too. And let's start right there in the NFC because in the NFC, you have those matchups you're talking about. We have Dallas against the Rams, and then we have Philly going up against the Saints. They're both going up against pretty dynamic offenses coming off of wins last week. <laughs> Philly, yes, Philly, Dallas. Rams, Cowboys, and then uh, Philly, New Orleans, man. You taking both the Patriots there? I, I don't like any of these matchups, right? Um. The Rams don't look nowhere as good as they did in the beginning of the season. I and I, and I, I and I think that's because of um and I and I hate to make these comparisons, right? But I think that is because Cup is hurt. He got hurt. Man. Cup for LA, he makes he's he's their um he 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 he's their Edelman for New England. He's that right. you know, he's he's that guy. He's that dirty guy that gets small guy that gets behind the zone, goes through the middle, does all the dirty work. Right. Cooks, 
right? And the other receiver, they don't do that. They're speed guys. So it works when you have Cup um, in, the, in the tight end over the middle, throwing a quick out passes, and then you have those burners on the outside that can get down the field pretty quickly. So if you, got you, Dallas, get, you got Dallas getting them, uh, getting them in? I'm 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 scared. I'm I'm logical thinking says the Rams, but I'm looking at the the Rams offense and if Dallas can move the ball on the ground against the Rams because their their defense hasn't looked that great in the last few weeks either. I think this game is gonna be a lot closer than we all think, but I do think the Rams beat Dallas. Gosh, I'm gonna go with the Rams too, just because I, th- I still think Gurley's a beast. I think they have enough, especially after seeing the game last week. One, I don't think they're going to be able to bottle up Todd Gurley the way that they bottled up Carson this week for Seattle. But when you look at what – and, you know, they might, but I don't think they will. That's why I'm taking them because I still feel like their offense is pretty dynamic. Yes, it's a screening game. It's quick passes. They do take right. shots downfield. But I think it's going to be a closer game than we think. I I really mm-hmm. like the Rams' defense. They have big physical corners. They obviously have Aaron Donald up front, and they're going to get after the quarterback. They're going to. I feel like they're going to force a couple turnovers for for Dak for Dak Prescott. And if they don't, they may end up losing. But I'm going the Rams in that one, and going on to the second one, man. Philly oh, just, and- just, before, just before you do that, though, the other thing is Gurley. We don't know which state he's in. He's he's missed the last three games. Right, they they trying to get his knee together. So if if Todd Gurley doesn't, this is my disclaimer: if Todd Gurley doesn't play, the Rams lose. There you go. Hey, they I, lose. I think he's important. <laughs> I think he's obviously an important piece. Well, without they don't question, get it done without him. Um, so it, I might have to put an asterisk by my pick as well. But I, I'm gonna go Rams <laughs> okay. in, in the West, baby. Even though we're not there, you feel me, Philly? <laughs> Philly and New Orleans, man. Now, you know I've been a Philly fan from the beginning of the season, man. Right, right. Nick Foles, uh, I love what they're about. Obviously, the, their whole team, it seems like, is trying to serve the Lord. And <laughs> I look at this game, though, as much as I like them, it's like Seattle last week. I picked Dallas as much as I love Seattle, thought they had a chance to win the game. I feel the same way about Philly. But when you look at what the Saints have done, they haven't been they haven't been the same as they were early in the season, but they just no. have those pieces. It's not it's Drew Brees back there this time. Right. Drew Brees is gonna see the the football field. He's gonna make the right decisions. And they're gonna have a challenge this week because just like you said, they they've been grabbing people from Walmart to play corner. And that's not gonna work against Drew Brees. So I'm going Saints with the favorite in this one for sure. Oh. This is going to surprise you. I'm about to jump out the window. I've drank the Kool-Aid. Foles wins on Sunday. Wow. Yeah, I've drank the Kool-Aid. You they were what? supposed to lose last week, and somehow <laughs> they pulled the victory out. Man. I got to ride Nick Foles for a second. I think he beats. I think they go into New Orleans Sunday afternoon and beat the Saints, B. I think they beat the wow. Saints. And, I, and, I, and I, I love Philly more than you do. And you're picking Philly. I don't like Philly at all. But here's the thing. I think they not they I think they whoop the Saints. I don't think they just I don't think they just ease by. I think they put the smackdown on New Orleans on Sunday. 
Hey, you you really did jump out the window, son, for reals. I think they put the and You're I'm not just a Philly playing. fan. I'm wearing green, but I'm not a Philly fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think they laid a smackdown on the Saints on Sunday. I do. When hey, I look at they New Orleans, doing, I'm riding for another uh, Super Bowl, man. When yo, when I look at New Orleans, I say you got to do two things to beat this team, and they're two very difficult things. You got to stop them two backs out of the backfield, and you got to confuse Drew Brees. I don't know which one is the easiest to do, <laughs> the easier of the two. It's going to be hard to confuse <laughs> So it might be easier to stop those two backs out of the backfield, but right. that's the key to their offense. If, if, if you make New Orleans, here's the thing, one of, one of the things with the Saints, if Philly gets up <laughs> early and you make New Orleans play from behind – you make them one-dimensional. Those backs out of the backfield aren't as effective if they're down big. Right. They're, it's, they's it's not as effective. And you really, you really jumped out the window on that. I'm taking both favorites in that one. Yeah. Um, my issue comes when we move over to the AFC, man. I just <laughs> – I have no idea how these games are going to go, man. The Colts are hot. But they're playing a really good football team in Kansas City who doesn't have their running back. Kareem Hunt obviously is not there. But Patrick Mahomes, man, he was, he's, he was good all season. But you see a couple of young quarterbacks home right, right now. Deshaun right. Watson, Lamar right. Jackson, um, even Russ Wilson that's been around a while. But he's that type of quarterback. But so is Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's going to keep plays alive. He can use his legs. He runs well. He he has the high wonderlick score. He sees the football field. And Mahomes is the same way. And I love this, this kind of new mode of QB where it's not run first. They're throw first guys. Dak Prescott, Russ Wilson, right. Andrew Luck. Um, even Lamar Jackson to a certain extent. I like that they're – throw first, and when it breaks down, when no one's there, everyone takes off in coverage, that's when they use their legs. Right. That's the scary thing about looking into this game with the Colts, a team that's that hot. On paper, I think Kansas City's favored by about five, five and a half. This game feels like it could go either way to me. I want to go with the favorite, but I just don't know yet, man. And it's the same way we move to the second game with New England and, and the Chargers. You got the two veteran quarterbacks, I love the Chargers defense. I think that they can get after Tom Brady, but I'm going to let you pick first, man. I'm still thinking about this. Oh, I'm decided already, B. What you got? Andrew Luck goes home. Andrew Luck goes home on Sunday. I'm on Saturday. He goes home. And because I represent the AFC East, <laughs> Tom Brady goes home on Sunday. Good Weird. night. Good night. Remember, we, we picked San Diego to go to the Super Bowl, baby. That means Tom Brady has to go home. He wow. has to go home. Go home, retire, call it a night. Wonderful career. Five Super Bowls. Wow. Love you. But I just can't go against Belichick and Brady like that, man. San Diego's defense. Uh, San L.A. Diego's now. L.A. now. Oh, excuse me. That's right. Forgive me. Shout out to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> LA's defense, I can't I, I gotta get used to that. I'll say like the, the Chargers defense. Good, man. It's good. Have enough to wrap up Gronk, which I, which which he hasn't really been that big of a a, a point the last and, few and weeks. Brady looked normal at times this year, man. 
the key to New Orleans, the key to New England is un, which is unconventional. You got to stop James White. You got to stop right. James White, and you got to stop Michelle out of the background, out of backfield, right? You stop Sony, Sony Michael. Um, I forget the exact. Yeah, Sony Michelle. Right. Michelle, Michelle. Okay, thank you. You got to stop those two guys, and you got to make Brady one dimensional. You got to make them where he has. He feels like all he can do is throw the ball around the field. They're gonna lose. You want Brady to throw the ball around the field, son? It's unconventional. Yes, I do. Because it is he, man. Yeah, you want him to throw the ball around the field. You know why? Against a San Diego defense that has that has probably now that Chicago's gone, the Chargers probably have the best all around defense left in the playoffs. Agreed. Right? Now that Chicago's gone. Yep. So if I'm the Chargers defensive coordinator, I'm doing everything I can to stop the run. And I want I want Brady to beat us. I want him to throw the ball around the field. That's what I want. I want you him to want. do that. Because oh, I don't man. I don't think he can I don't think he can do it anymore. Are you still out the window? I think you're I'm still, still out. Way out the window. Once you jump out the window, you don't stop. You just keep falling. <laughs> you might as well just keep going. <laughs> it's like I'm on the I'm on the other end of this feed and I'm like, did this man really say you yeah. want Brady to beat you? You I want him to throw just I on want that him, Yeah, I just want him to, I want him to feel like he has to win the game. He's hey. a forty one year old quarterback. I want the I want the stress. If I'm the defensive coordinator from San Diego, I want him to feel the pressure of having to win this game for his team. I want that. Hey man, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this, Towns. <laughs> hey, you just help me decide, bro. I'm going with New England over the <laughs> over the Chargers on the strength okay. of what you just said. Okay. Because if they put those in that situation, I just I can't go against Belichick and Brady, man. Uh, I feel like they're that good to where they're going to come out with a plan, kind of anticipating what San, San Diego almost did, it, what L.A. is going to do. I got to go with uh, the Patriots, and I'm going on the other side, man. Colts? I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going unconventional, and I'm riding Ooh. the hot hand, bro. I'm riding the hot hand. I think wow. the Texans were – the Texans are worse than I thought they were. They are. Um, I, I had to – I had to eat crow on that last week, but I'm going on the strength of a, a team being hot right now. Okay. I'm going off okay. of team, feel pretty good, and I'm going to okay. take them. You know what? Kansas City took a week off. It might have been – people look at it two ways. It's good for them. They got the rest. They got to be with their families, kind of, you know, get a little solace and a little uh, solitude, hang out with the fam before the, the playoffs start. Right, right. I say the fact that the Colts have continued to play – I'm gonna go Colts and I'm gonna go Patriots, man. It's gonna be interesting. So we we yeah. we we are totally opposed on the AFC side and on the NFC yeah. side. We 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 we're only agreeing on one game. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. We gotta put the picks up. I like it. I like it. Hey. You know how we usually do, man. Seek first and towels. Yes, sir. Let us know what you what are your yeah. picks? Hey, make sure you guys hit us up on uh, IG, CHHCS Network. Um, right. Hit us up on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, let us know what you guys think. You guys like our picks? What are your picks? Let us know. We'll catch y'all towels as usual, man. It's been good. Hey, yeah, sure. put some clothes. Put, hey, hey, make sure you say bone it up out, out there in window gang, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. 
Chargers, Foles, and Mahomes. Let's go. <laughs> hey, but hey, but I like I like the confidence in some of those picks, man. Because I, I love Philly, and I wouldn't mind seeing them win again. I just I don't think they're going to get it done against that that secondary against Drew Brees. It's not a good matchup, man. It's not. It's, it's not the it's not, it's not the secondary that's just a concern. It's the front seven of Philly against that O line. That's the matchup. Philly's front seven is is solid, and I think this year this is the millennial year, dog. No 40 and over quarterbacks in the Super Bowl this year. If you 40 and over, you're not making it this year. The millennials are taking over, B. The hey, millennials. Hey, so I'm, I'm, liking, I'm liking my uh, Andrew Luck pick, then. I like that. Yeah, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, even if they do beat Kansas City, I don't think the coach beat New England or or the Chargers, even if they do Me. get past Kansas City. Me either. Yeah, sure. Hey, man. I, I think – I think Brady got an APB out on you, man. He might, but you know what? You know what? After, after, uh, after, after Saturday. Excuse me. No, they play on Sunday, right? After Sunday, he'll have a lot of time because he's gonna have like eight months off. After hey, Sunday, come get me. Come get me, man. <laughs> hey, man. As usual, is always good, man. Hey, you have yes, a sir. blessed day. We'll catch you up too, soon, man. Fam. For sure. Blessings, bro.